Welcome to Basketball Party. I'm Erin M. Routson in Los Angeles, California. And with me today, I have a special guest. Hi, I'm Annie Hollis in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, Kim is uh, taking a little rest on the bench this week. So <laughs> Annie has graciously filled in. So Annie, uh, you are part of the ongoing PMA Grit Squad Cavs group text. The best experience of my life was being added to PMA Grit Squad three years ago. <laughs> being added to PMA Grit Squad, subsequently putting it on DND, and then letting the texts fall where they may. So Yo, the I figured out how to do DND on just that message, it was like a game changer. I was like, oh, okay, I can deal with this now. <laughs> yeah, you ha I mean, you gotta have it on DND, or it is not, I mean, I everyone's passion, I really appreciate <laughs> But I'm three hours behind a lot of people on it, so I really have to have it on D&D. That stuff is real. Yeah, once, once that uh, 6 a.m. conversation gets going, I'm like, ooh, ooh, D&D. <laughs> so grateful. So grateful for that little moon helping me out. Shout out to y'all, Apple. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, Apple. Appreciate you for that, for that part, at least. So personality. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I think we wanted to kick it off with a little NBA Halloween conversation, which is a gift that keeps on giving every year. Always. There's some, uh, some NBA players who particularly love Halloween. I feel like it's like a peer pressure situation, too. Like, if your teammates are into it, then of course you're going to get into it, right? Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you're a team player, you better get interested. I, that's why I'm dressing up this Tuesday when normally I never would. It's a work situation. Whoa. What's your costume? Uh, my, uh, my coworker is going as Robin because he and his family are going as various characters from Batman because his three-year-old son wants to be Batman. Yeah. So he's uh, wearing his costume to work. So therefore I, my team is also all going as Batman characters. So, I have a lot of fake ivy on my desk right now because I will be going as poison ivy. Perfect. So, yeah. Perfect. Are you dressing up? No, I am not. <laughs> Just um, sitting, <laughs> sitting in your home. Again. Um, and then I broke my wrist two weeks ago. Yeah. Me at the on basketball party because I've literally, I got league pass and then two days later I broke my wrist. So literally all I've been doing is watching basketball. <laughs> you, were, you were like the cost per per use on this league pass is really paying off so. immediately immediately <laughs> dividends immediately i was gonna throw together a really lazy courtney love costume that's my go-to mm -hmm. um when i did when i don't plan ahead but alas i decided that a halloween party where i couldn't drink or do anything would not be that fun so yeah. i stayed home and watched basketball <laughs> that's 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 a good move and that's a good move. And therefore, you're probably way more aware of what's going on than I am. But that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I you sent me a very entertaining video of Anthony Davis and Boogie and various other Pelicans players going to a haunted house in a town I've never heard of in Louisiana, Tickfaw. Where the heck is that? I don't know. I imagine it's somewhere near New Orleans. So shout out to the residents of Tickfaw because... That haunted, so I'm terrified of haunted houses. Absolutely. I cannot do it. I have a, I have a coworker who like loves the really intense ones where you have to like God. sign a waiver and shit, but I, that's not for me. 
So. I'm friends with a crew of people out of DC who every year, like, it's like a bunch of punks. And like every year, every weekend, every day of the weekend in October, they do like Halloween themed things. So I'm talking like 15 haunted houses and like email chains. And I never go to any of it because I'm too scared of haunted houses. Yeah. But I for the dedication. I that's really a lifestyle. Do. Yeah. I mean, I'm for people who are into it. That's great. But like I there's one in the town where my parents live that is like one of the best ones in Northeast Ohio called Bloodview. I'm sure people, Cleveland people know what Bloodview is. And, uh, I went in high school and I would basically walk through and just not look at anything. That was my way to deal with it. I would just walk through as fast as possible, not looking at anything. And I was like, good, I did it. All right. Great. Um, I went to in like, when I was probably like 20 or 19, like early college years in Columbus, it was like Mm -hmm. out in Lancaster in a field or some shit. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I coped by just like talking shit to everyone that would jump out at me. (laughs) You look stupid. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm not afraid of this. Um, Well, I was amused by how, how terrified Anthony Davis was. I also liked the part at the beginning of the video where he's like, I'm afraid of the dark. I don't like Halloween, but I love haunted houses. How does that work? I don't I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I also like that they uh, left Boogie when we're just like, well, whatever. He'll deal. <laughs> R.I.P. DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> yeah. Good thing he can go out on that 41-23 game against the Kings the other night. Has anyone seen Boogie lately since his haunted house? Is he okay? Well, clearly, <laughs> clearly he was playing against the Cavs the other night, considering they... Uh, Got got destroyed by the Pelicans, which is uh, I don't even want to. Didn't see coming, but uh. I turned that game off in the after halftime and watched Stranger Things instead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cavs, no thank you. Um, but yeah, Halloween is a pretty big. I'm surprised that LeBron has not come out with his Halloween stuff yet. That's usually his jam. You know, and after the costumes and the three to one and everything from last year, I'm really disappointed that he didn't follow up with something. Yeah, I know. I checked his gram and the only post was something about Ohio State. And I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, who cares? Moving <laughs> on. Moving on, LeBron. But uh, yeah, I saw Ricky Rubio is a very adorable Luigi. So cute. No Mario, though, which I <laughs> like <laughs> Lu- Luigi alone is kind of an odd choice. But yeah, <laughs> it's like going, it's like going as Garth, but with no Wayne. That's yeah. True. <laughs> Just a Garth walking around. <laughs> Just Luigi. Yep. By himself. Yep. And then, uh, I, I really appreciated, uh, Rudy Gobert's gold body paint. That was, yeah, he looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He really, he has a strong Halloween game. So yeah, I'm impressed. And then some other bizarre things I saw that were early, Nick Carlson and Russell Westbrook's white man can't jump costume. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Very well done. I don't know why it was so early, but that's okay. I mean, no judgment. You know, Russ, he's a family man. He probably had plants with the little baby that he had with his wife. That's true. That's true. You got to dress that baby up as a little pumpkin. Yes. Take him out. But yeah, I, uh, I also like them bringing their wives in as well. Getting them involved. That was good. Adorable. It's good. Um, and then we're going to talk about him a little bit later. My fave, Carmelo. Kim isn't here to 
to diss him, but uh, Carmelo's Game of Thrones costume. Very cool. Yeah. I don't watch that show, but I it, there was a lot of detail there, so... Yeah, I also don't watch Game of Thrones. It's not for me, but I appreciate the uh, the commitment to the aesthetic. Yeah. It seems... I, I was like, I don't know this character, but people talk about it a lot, and this seems like a lot of work, so... Yeah. Nice work, Carmelo. But, whoever made the costume. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever helped... I can't imagine Carmelo was at home sewing that costume, so... <laughs> whoever did the work, nice job. But yeah, I'm curious to see more. I feel like that we've only just begun on the Halloween stuff. I'm really holding out for LeBron, but we'll see. Yeah, we've got a couple days, so hopefully on Tuesday there'll be all kinds of Cavs Halloween content. Don't disappoint me, LeBron. Don't disappoint me. <laughs> but yeah, that Anthony Davis screaming, running through a haunted house. It's a good Highly one. Yeah. worth it. Yeah, yeah, way worth it. Um, but yeah, if anyone can report on where Boogie Cousins is... Hopefully he's not still somewhere in Tickfall, Louisiana. Very concerned about his welfare. I'm a big, <laughs> big fan, Mr. Cousins. Dude, he had a that that Kings game the other night. Oh my, that was. I, I love that the crowd like gave him a standing ovation. So sweet. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's more than I could say about Kyrie Irving's return to to Cleveland. But, um, yeah, I that was a. That was quite the game. I mean, a forty-one and twenty-three, yowza! So mm-hmm. that's a that's a something to prove situation. <laughs> clearly, right? I'm gonna be all. But maybe he was still riding high on that when they played the Cavs, and that's why the Cavs were also not even able to beat the Pelicans. I I, you know, cock with a with a very cocky air was like, oh, the Pelicans, not a problem. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Take, I think the moral of that story for me is like, even though the West is super stacked always like, yeah, like the brow and boogie, they're for real. When they they turn it on, it's like for real. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, good for them. I, I, uh, I'm curious to see the East is so kind of, uh, determined half the time where you're like, okay, I know who the top three teams are going to be when we get to yep. far away land of April. But I'm curious this year, given the fact that the Pistons will still stay in the running. Um, the, I imagine if everyone can stay healthy, the Sixers will still be, will be in the running for the first time in an eternity. I think that's right. I bet, I bet my husband that the Sixers are going to make the playoffs this year. So we'll see. They are my friends from Philly will be very happy. (laughs) They are my eighth seed for in the predictions that I made with coworkers. All right. Um, and then, yeah, I mean the Pelicans, who knows? I feel like they could be in the mix too. I can't remember if I, I made, they might've been my seventh seed. I don't remember. I definitely remember my eighth seed Sixers situation. Trust the process. Where did you have the win on your list? Uh, I feel like I put them pretty far up, but I also, we made these predictions prior to the first game. So, um, I have Celtics as the one seed, but I, I'm curious if that will happen now. It still could. I don't know. Especially if the Cavs keep dropping dumb games, but, um, I feel like I had the wizards third or fourth. I had them pretty far up there. How about those Orlando magic though? Are they good? Is that a thing? I don't think they're actually good. I think I I think I inflated that based on the fact that they had a one pretty really good game against the Cavs, but I don't think, 
I don't think this is going to be the year that, uh, uh, although, who knows? I could be totally wrong. Maybe this is the year the Magic come back. back I to hope their... their fans are having a great time. That's, I mean, I hope That's so. But, yeah, I don't, let's see what their record is. I feel like I jumped the gun on my, oh, they're four and two. So, right. all right, well, yeah, maybe this is, this is the Magic. This is the time. Yeah. The sleeper favorites. Yeah. <laughs> They're back. Just like the heyday. The Shaq. 2017. It's Cardi B and the Orlando Magic's year. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no one else's, but it definitely is theirs. Um, <laughs> 2017 and many other aspects. Not so great, but no. hey. There's winners and there's losers. So, um, but yeah, that I was... I was in uh, Philadelphia during that game and I checked the score at the Cavs magic and I checked the score and I was like, what is going on here? Like what bizarro <laughs> world am I living in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched that whole game and felt the same way the whole time. Just confused. What? Confused. What is this? It's, I mean, that's how I feel about the Cavs score right now. I'm like the Knicks. Come on guys. Well, speaking of the wizards, Let's talk about fight night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so I did not see this when it happened, but I pay attention to the Wizards, A, because I like John Wall, I like Kelly Oubre, mm-hmm. um, and I like Bradley Beal, um, mm-hmm. and B, because I live in Baltimore, so they're the closest professional team. And of course, my loyalties lie with the Cavs, because mm-hmm. I'm from um, but as far as like my second favorites in the East, I think it's a very close race between the Bucks and the Wizards, but okay. I like how scrappy they are. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely on display in this very like nineties NBA fight that happened with the Warriors. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fighting to the ground. That's such a rare thing anymore. You never see that. I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of amused, I guess is the term I would, I would put. That the Warriors are really getting ejected pretty often for what is, I don't know, what is this, the third week of the season? <laughs> so they're real chippy. So, I, and this is what I find weird about that is that you are the reigning champions and you're coming out like, why are you so chippy? You just won right. it all. You just got your rings. What's right? What's there to be? What are you mad about? But I mean, best team in the league by a mile and yet they still walk into games like with a chip on their shoulder like somebody did something to them I'm like what all right y'all like what is this yeah I so I mean my feelings about the Warriors are well documented but I I'm confused by what's happening (laughs) I mean Steph Curry you're throwing your mouth guard in the third game of the season playing the Grizzlies, which, like, Memphis has given them problems before, which I love, because I also love the Grizzlies. Love mm-hmm. Mike Conley, Ohio State University alum Mike Conley. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's the Grizzlies, and it's, like, the third game of the season. Come on, relax. Yeah, I, well, I also love, as we were, as we were discussing, I love the, once again, through his mouth guard, but, <laughs> but mysteriously, again, wasn't trying to throw it at anyone, but it hit someone. Of course not. Why would he throw it at anyone? Fool me once, Steph Curry. (laughs) Fool me once. But I I just, maybe Steph Curry is trying to ruin his likability narrative. I don't know. 
I mean, I know this is the era of President Peepaw, and we're all feeling a little more stressed than usual, but, man, you're Steph Curry. Like, relax. It's game. It's the third game. Do you think there's a little bit of entitlement going on with the Warriors? That's of kind of, course. like, what I'm feeling a little bit. I always – that is my perennial feeling about them. Yes. I do think they're super – I think that they – and I think Steve Kerr is very guilty of this, and I like Steve Kerr. But I, I think – He's great. I think he – helps perpetuate this kind of mythology that that they're immune to calls that other teams would get. Mm-hmm. Or that somehow they're being targeted because they're the best team in the NBA, mm-hmm. and therefore there's more scrutiny. But I don't think that's true. I think that they, they think that they'll ev- evade these calls somehow that they shouldn't. And there's no, like, there's no ref conspiracy. Like, the refs are just doing the best they can and making the calls they see they're human beings. And that's, you know, like people get all on these conspiracy trips. I'm like, for real, like there isn't some like massive NBA conspiracy to like persecute any team, but especially not the freaking warriors. Are you kidding me? They make this league so much money. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, ask Aisha, you know, (laughs) (laughs) well, back to the wizards. Uh, I think there may have been a rogue member of the PMA grit squad on the sideline with that green mouthpiece found sign. (laughs) Because I want to buy you a beer. If you're listening, please join our group text. But yeah, I, (laughs) I just don't see why so early on in the season, it's not playoffs. It's not even the run up to the playoffs. It's not even like the warriors will have to worry about making the playoffs. Nope. And there's, Everyone's so angry. Yep. Three of their five starters have already been ejected from games. <laughs> wow. Well, when you put it like that. <laughs> in, in a different world, I would, I would be, like, excited about a team like that because I would think that's, like, endearing for some bizarre reason. But this, I'm just like, it seems like when, when like, kids who are, like, traditionally never act out or are very good all of a sudden try to start being bad for whatever reason. That's how I feel about it. I'm like, you guys, this is not you. Come on. He's pastor, man. Like you're not, you're not a bad boy stuff. Come on. No, no, no. And six feet is really getting to them right now. Can't blame them. What can I say? Kevin Durant, you're not, you're not hard. You've never, you've never been. Just roasting people online from anonymous Twitter accounts. Exactly. I mean, Draymond Green, of course, he's going to get ejected. That's like what he lives for. But <laughs> but like so early in the season to have such a crazy fight. Also with a team that really you have no like beef with per se. Well, I don't know. I mean, the Grizzlies have beat them a bunch of times. Like when other teams haven't beaten them, the Grizzlies for some reason like have beat they beat them like at least twice last season, I think. Oh, no. Grizzlies is <laughs> fine. That's that's your same conference. Like, uh, sure. I'm talking about the Wizards. Yeah, right. Well, the Wizards are just, I mean, I think I like this about the Wizards. They're just, you know, John Wall talks a lot of shit. Like, they're they're tough. I like that about them. Yeah, yeah. I do respect that. And and John Wall can Dougie better than anyone else I've ever seen. (laughs) So that's, I mean, I'm here for that. But yeah, I, that was quite the fight for very early. What seemed like not a big deal. That was the other thing. I watched the play and I was like, yeah, he was up in Draymond's business, but, like, nothing that... There was a lot of dancing and hugging for something that didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. 
And not that out of the ordinary, right? Like, uh-uh. I mean, I know that Bradley Beal's face ended up in, or he ended up in Draymond's face somehow. I mean, looking at Beal's face when it happened, it didn't look like it was an intentional, who knows? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, you control your reaction to that kind of a situation, too. Yeah, and I know Draymond's spicy. I mean, that's his... I like that about him. Uh, so, uh, he's, I'm not a huge fan of him. I mean, I, I understand... He, to me, I, I, he's like Pete Campbell on Mad Men. I yeah. know he's necessary. He brings a lot. I know he's very passionate. I mean, you know, he went to Michigan State. A lot of people are always like, he's from the Midwest. You have to like him. But I, I don't feel like that rule is totally true all the time. Everyone always asks me if I would like Draymond if he were on the Cavs, like if he were a Cavalier. And I don't know. That's a tough one for me. I feel like I would. I feel like Draymond is the kind of dude you hate unless he's on your team, and then you love him. Because I like him just for who he is, except that he's on the Warriors, so I can't hang. So <laughs> I would be like world's number one Draymond Green defender. Man, can you imagine if he ever got traded to the Cavs? Wow! Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean that. I like. I can't even imagine. He. I mean, he talks a lot of shit. The thing that bothers me about him, and I mean, people are people have disagreed with me about this and I'm fine with that is that I don't, I don't like people who talk a lot of shit. And then when they get called out for it are like, who me, I don't talk shit when you do. Yes. I think that is what bothers me the most about the warriors is like, they act like this. And then all of them, not just Draymond, like Steph does it too. Um, and Kevin Durant does it too. Now, um, you know, they, they pull all this shit and then they pretend like they're like, Oh, what are you talking about? We're nice. Like we're nice guys. Like, ah, uh, if you want to be an asshole, just own it. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You're the best team in the NBA. Like Steph Curry, you're the best shooter in the NBA. You have every right yeah. to be cocky about it, but it's this, like, he's like cocky, but then tries to pretend that he's not. And I just don't yeah. respect that. And it's why I will continue my crusade that Steph Curry is not likable. Agreed. <laughs> He's not. I'm sorry. He's not. But yeah, it was funny. I I watched uh, Bill Maher from either this weekend or last weekend, and they were talking about Peepaw, you know, uninviting him to the White House, and someone was saying, you know, how could you how could you hate Steph Curry? Like he's such a nice guy. Blah blah blah. Something of that nature. And I was just like, oh, he's not though. Like stop. Liking Steph Curry is for the casual NBA fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you're not paying attention, then you like Steph Curry, and that's fine. Yeah, well, or big, you're from the Bay. I mean, yeah, you're either from the Bay, and then of course, or you went to Davidson, I guess, or you're yeah, you're a child who is like, I like the team that wins, and therefore I like Steph Curry. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you, I <laughs> I need to get over this if I'm going to keep living in the state of California. <laughs> but when I see people, I like I shouldn't feel this way. I was at Target earlier today and I saw a woman in a Warriors jersey and I was just like, it immediately like flipped the switch in me, on, in me and I was like, ugh, no, no. Oh, every time. I saw some dude at the farmer's market in my neighborhood in Baltimore City, Maryland, which like is way more similar to many teams on the East Coast, including Cleveland, <laughs> uh, wearing Warriors gear. And I was like, um, what are you doing, dude? Like, what is this? Yeah, it just... I mean, I should know better here. Like, I get it. I, I understand I'm living in California, but man, it just riles me up immediately. I saw a a woman the other day in tr- circuit training class I go to wearing a 
the city rules the land t-shirt 2017 mm-hmm. championship t-shirt and i was just like uh, it makes me what it makes me want to do which is so irrational and i will never do this but it makes me want to just walk up to them and flash my tattoo at them and be like what's up what's up which <laughs> is so dumb and i should never be doing that <laughs> a little territorial it's all right i understand uh, but like i'm i'm the minority here i'm a cleveland fan living in the state of California, and I'm the person who's like, what, what, uh, which I shouldn't be doing. Duh, I moved here. So when I was in Oakland last January for a work thing for a week, I thought really hard about like, should I bring my Cavs gear and like troll everyone, and then decided not to because I was like, I'm really not trying to have that conversation. But if I lived there, I think it would be a different story. I would definitely be more aggressive. Yeah, I have a friend who lives there, and he, I think Kim and I have discussed this before. He has a. Um, he has a young son who um, he has sent to preschool in Cavs gear before. And oh, Lord. They called him and they were like, you can't have him wear that to school anymore. Oh, my God. Because I guess other kids were like talking shit. And I was like, man. Wow. It was like during it was like during finals, too. So, I mean, obviously, I don't think I would survive there. I a couple weeks ago, I went to a show at the Hollywood Bowl and it was the national. So, you know, it was a a deep Ohio crowd. Oh yeah. Oh yes. And I was with a friend from Southern California and it was funny. We were in a box and in front of us were two people who were also from Ohio. And of course my friend was like, you people are everywhere. And I was like, we are. So yes, we are. Yes, they we were, are. <laughs> they were telling me that they had gone up to uh, Oakland for game two last year and were just like talking a lot of shit and, I was like, I don't think I would live. I, I, I feel like it would be a Giants fan in the Dodger parking lot situation for me. <laughs> like, I don't think I would make it. But I get real. Yeah. See, but this is back to the Draymond Green thing, though. I have that kind of personality. So I should just be like, you know, I get it. But instead, I'm like, uh. This brings me to uh, a thing that I we did not discuss prior to, but... This week's episode of SVU. Oh, yes, with IT. Uh, so I'm, I'm very here for the bizarre NBA cameo. Yeah, love it. Particularly when it comes to SVU, because I feel like they really, there's some odd ones. There's one from a few years ago where uh, Carmelo and Chris Bosh are former, like, teammates from, who were abused by a coach. And Carmelo's what? acting is really wonderful. I have not seen this, but I need to watch it immediately. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, I'll, I'll find, I can't remember the name of it, but I'll send it to you. It's, it's pretty, I mean, like most episodes of SVU, it's very intense, but their acting is really something. But yeah, this one, I was, this one seemed a little shoehorned to me for a few reasons. I have no idea why they chose to put a basketball tie-in in in this episode. So random. I do appreciate that they were like, okay, this girl disappeared in 2007, and they did have her photo in the correct Cavaliers jersey from 2007. She was wearing a Cavs jersey. Why would a Cavs fan live in Brooklyn? Yeah, that part was, I was like, well. But I love that they were like, her dad's from Cleveland. And I was like, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. And that's real. I have never lived in Brooklyn, but I think you did. I'm sure there's plenty of Cavs fans. We Ohioans, like you said, we're everywhere. 
there were less than you'd think, but that was also, I was also living there mostly during the dark time. So mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of Cavs fans. Fair um, enough. Yeah, so. I was in Hawaii during the dark time and yeah, not. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like part, keeping up with the NBA, turns part, out. Par, party of one, Cavs fan. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny because then I went to a game here when I moved here and there were so many Cavs fans and I was like, where were all, oh, I know where all these people were. They were Heat fans. <laughs> these people were Heat fans. Okay, these people are LeBron fans. All right. That's fine. I respect it. I love LeBron James. So cool. I, Great. I get it. I mean, I, you know, I've had to eat crow on my very public takedowns of LeBron after he left, <laughs> but it's fine. Promise keeper. All right. So, so yeah, what I loved about this episode of SVU though, is that the player who represented the Cavaliers was IT who has not played an actual minute as a Cavalier. <laughs> Not a single game. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know when this episode was filmed, but uh, I also, it was bizarre because the way it was positioned was that they had him come out and kind of give that speech about how every time he steps on the court, he thinks of that family. And I was like, so you right. played for the Celtics. There's no way that you would have. But, I mean, I guess if you were a Cavs fan and a LeBron fan, then maybe, I don't know. There was some convoluted logic. Either way, that jersey, that always believed 2007 jersey, I was like, okay. <laughs> what I really appreciate about SCU is, you know, I'm not a regular SCU watcher, but I like that I could just watch that specific episode and just jump right in. It's great. Uh, no oh, yeah. New- None. Yeah. None. Yeah, looking cool. He looked good in his black blazer. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was... I, I mean, I thought it was an interesting way to shoehorn in a cameo, but why not? <laughs> I, well, it was funny because they showed that photo of the girl at the beginning. And I was like, why is she in a Cavs jersey? <laughs> I was just like, What's this going to be? And then I say Thomas showed up and I was like, Oh, okay. Keeping busy. Solved. <laughs> keeping, keeping busy during uh recovery time. All right. <laughs> so, but uh, speaking of Carmelo, in a in a bizarre contrast to Kim, you have positive Carmelo feelings. I love Carmelo. I don't know why you wouldn't like him. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I so can't reasons, um, unfortunately, but you know, I he's from Baltimore. He does a lot for Baltimore, which I appreciate. Um, you know, during the whole like the Freddie Gray and the uprising and everything that happened here, he was he physically came here and like talked to folks, and you know that's not the most you can do, but it's also not nothing, you know? And I appreciate that he like remembers where he came from, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's been a real bummer to see how he was in New York and, you know, with OKC, he's really thriving, which I like to see. He looks happy. He's scoring. He's playing well. It's just, it's nice to see Melo happy for once. He's free. Yeah. He's free. If, uh, if we were texting about this, you know what I'd send you now. I'd send you that face. (laughs) It's a really good mellow face. Which I love. I love sending that to Kim. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my pastimes. I saw a. I saw a uh, uh, vanity plate. Vanity plates are very common in LA. I feel like they're oh. more common now everywhere than they used to be. Totally. But they're. I mean, the amount of drivers here, they're very common. And I saw one one day that was like something something la la. And I texted it to Kim with that face immediately following. <laughs> and uh 
say that photo, I feel like it's going to be applicable in a wide variety of situations. It's good. It's a good one. I don't, I, <laughs> I used to know the context of it and now I don't, I think it's from some commercial or something, but yeah, him making that goofy face. So worth it. That's my favorite <laughs> Carmelo moment. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm glad he's finally free. The, the feelings that I have about Carmelo is that he, for the longest time, and this may still continue, He's always the bridesmaid. Yeah. I mean, 2014, it was like, Carmelo's in free agency. What's, he's go- what's he going to do? And then two days later, LeBron was like, I'm going back to Cleveland. And everyone was like, who cares what Carmelo's doing? Yeah, totally. So I feel like he gets swept up in the LeBron tide often. Yep. Yep. But what can you do? I mean, it's LeBron. Nothing. You can't. Nothing. Yeah, you have, can't do I mean, I'm sure Carmelo has reconciled that with himself in some ways. Right. Do you think Carmelo will ever get a ring? This is an interesting one to think about. Oh, how old is he? Like 32? He's 32. or thir- Yeah, he's got to be 32. He and LeBron, I think, are the same age. Well, I, d- I mean, I do have a lot of hope for this Thunder squad. I love the Thunder. They're probably my favorite team in the West. I've been rooting for them basically since I tuned back into the NBA around 2014 when I moved back to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this squad with Paul George and the Stephen Adams, Russell Westbrook pick and roll combo, which oh, is dead. Love Stephen Adams. I love Stephen Adams. What a dream oh boat. I love him. Love him. Um, I think they've got a chance. I mean, the Warriors are the Warriors, so who the hell knows? But I think if anybody's going to give them a hard time, it's going to be the Thunder. Yeah, I agree with you there for sure. I think that out of everything going on in the West, the Thunder are the most well positioned based on offseason moves and whatever to contend with them. Thank God, because man, other than that, it's just like a straight shot to. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. Like, come on. (laughs) I, and I, to be honest, like uh, this is sacrilege, but I kind of feel that way on the East too. Like, I don't really want to watch another Warriors Cavs finals. Wow. I know. I think it's because I'm here and it's just really hard. Yeah. It's me alone in my apartment, just like drinking wine in a jersey, just being like, please win. Yeah, same, because nobody in Baltimore cares about the NBA, unfortunately. Well, I don't think that's true, actually. Um, It's just because we don't have a team, it's a little bit harder to find a place to go. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're adopting a D.C. team in order to... Yeah, I get that. I get that. I haven't lived anywhere without an NBA team since... Oh man, since I lived in Columbus 10 years ago. So mm-hmm. I, it's funny. I, I joke that wherever I live there, there pretty much has to be an NBA team. Like I can't. Yeah. That's fair. Even if I'm watching whatever the local teams are recreationally or using them as a, uh, impetus to see the Cavs. Fully planning on going to a couple wizards Cavs games. Can't wait. Uh, so that, I mean, that's a fun matchup though. Like that's yeah. for real fun Great. to watch. I'm going to uh, Sixers-Lakers in a few weeks, which I'm bizarrely excited by, mostly for the purely recreational nature of watching it. Like, I don't care who wins in that game. Yeah. Drink a couple beers, kick back, enjoy the action. Yeah, get to watch basketball and not... This is like when I lived in New York and would go watch Nets games, and I was just like, I don't care. If the Cavs aren't playing, I don't care who wins. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm excited to like, see it's to me, it's an interesting matchup because you have a young Lakers team versus a young Sixers team. So Mm -hmm. get to see Lonzo ball in the flesh. 
both of whom, I mean, they're both trying to sort of rebuild and do this thing right now. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in LA. Yeah. Only one has, only one team has LeVar Ball though. So, you know, I, (laughs) I feel for Lonzo in this way that is like cringy. Where I'm just like, oh, your dad is so embarrassing. He's like, he's like a stage mom. It's yes. Like, oh, I, if I were Lonzo, I would just be like, Dad, please stay home. Yeah, Don't come got, to my games. You gotta chill. <laughs> he can't. It's like <laughs> anathema to him to chill. But yeah, I, if I were Lonzo, oh, I would be so embarrassed. But another topic, speaking of the state of California, uh, medical marijuana. Oh, yes. Bizarre, really bizarre opinion. I don't know what Stern has been doing in his retirement time. Okay, hold on. I got to interrupt this just for a second. Okay. Uh, the Cavs score is currently 92-75 Knicks. Yeah, I just checked it and decided not, not to say anything. <laughs> what is happening? I'm just going to... Gonna... I quit. I don't. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Opt out of this game. Also, I'm. Good thing I love the Thunder so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point, I mean, I. So I used to be a. I used to be a, and I guess I still am. Although now it's hard because I was a, a Clippers fan. That was my. That was my West Coast, <laughs> devotion. But mm-hmm. uh, now that Chris Paul is gone. Yeah. Mm. Bums me out. I love Chris Paul. Most beautiful eyes in the NBA, but he is a very soulful man. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm just like, uh, Clippers, I guess. But yeah, I thought about Blake Griffin the other day. I'm like, you know, this is just what he's doing. He's just on the Clippers and he's never going to get a ring and (laughs) fire. And then that's it. I mean, whatever. He's probably making a ton. I'm sure he's making a ton of money. So cool. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, Blake Griffin and Carmelo, I think, are kind of yeah in that the right same game, right? ca- yeah in that same category where yeah, just never probably not ever going to get a ring. Although who knows? I mean, you know, maybe Carmelo will take a one year deal somewhere and end up with a ring. Who knows? But yeah, Blake Griffin really doubling down on the Clippers. I, that was surprising to me, but I don't know. Some people, I, I kind of feel like. Blake Griffin is almost like early years Carmelo, where Carmelo was just like, I want to be playing in New York. I yeah. want to be on the biggest stage possible. My wife, okay. my wife won't let me leave New York, so this is where I'm going to play. Yep. And that's Regardless it. Of this, for your career or for your playing or whatever else. Like, right. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. And, I mean, go nuts, Blake Griffin. Uh, enjoy getting knocked out in the first or second round because that seems to be what happens to the clips. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, it does seem cool. I like LA a lot. So yeah, I, it's a cool place, but yeah, I, I don't know that his, he, him re-signing that deal was surprising to me. Did he grow up there? Where did he grow up? He, so he went to Oklahoma. That's hmm. where his, I, and I want to say that's, Let's see. Let me fact check before I go giving you some tall tales. Love love a good tall tale on Basketball Party. It is our... He's from Oklahoma City. Interesting. Yeah, so you would think uh, maybe he'll head back. Maybe he'll head there eventually. Who knows? 
Adam Silver, to me, is like the most progressive commissioner of any sport in America. Totally. Like, Except maybe like the women's leagues, but precisely. even that. Yeah. If, yeah. We're, if we're talking just men's leagues, I think yeah. Silver is definitely taking the cake. And yeah. such a stark contrast from Stern, who was like, nobody can have dreadlocks and nobody can wear their pants low. And I hate Allen Iverson and all, you right. know, all of that. All with AI, like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So I was really surprised. Also, it's kind of like old man yells at cloud to be like, now I care about medical. Like now I'm going to make a statement about medical marijuana. Like who cares what Stern thinks at this point? Like, but I did think it was a bizarre thing for him to be like, yeah, medical marijuana shouldn't be on the drug test list. Oh, Okay. Does anyone know how Ben Silver feels about this? I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel what's bizarre to me is that Adam Silver took a. We talked about. I mean, Kim and I talked about kneeling a couple weeks ago, and obviously kneeling is still like a thing that we all have to talk about. But right, I was surprised that that Silver. First of all, it's like in the NBA, they're like code that you can't kneel during the national anthem. It's like already in the books. But yeah. I was surprised that he took a kind of hardline stance about people not kneeling. Like, I would have thought I he would be too. more open. Yeah, I was surprised by that, too. And I, I kind of, I don't, obviously, I don't like that he took that hard line. And it is surprising, especially given, like, you know, LeBron and other folks have done very public statements, you know, after Eric Gardner and after Trayvon Martin, like, the Heat wore all wore hoodies, like, there's been a like a pretty rich history of a lot of teams like sort of standing up and saying things. So yeah, I wonder why Silver felt that he needed to like take that hard line straight out the gate like that. Get it? Yeah, yeah, it was weird. But then you know, then we had the surprise of Stern being like, "Weed's cool." So you never know. You never know. I, with... If you live in a state where it's medicinal or recreational legal, I mean, what? I'm like, okay, like who cares? Yeah, unless I mean, as with anything, unless it's affecting a player's ability to do their job. Right. Who cares? But yeah, an interesting time for him to pop up and be like, I think medical marijuana is fine. So I was like, Oh, this old chestnut, he's back. But maybe some pen for all the dumb shit he did. Oh yeah. (laughs) True. For hating, hating people having braids and or listening to rap. So watching the 2003 Chris Rock movie a couple days ago. Oh, which I had never seen before. Oh, um, it's on HBO. Okay. FYI. Okay. But there's there's a scene where they're setting up the campaign office, and a scene. I don't know how to make gifts, um, but take a picture of Ronald Reagan on the wall and replace it with Alan Iverson, and it's just so perfect. <laughs> oh man, a, a trade of Reagan for Iverson is yeah. That's something I would definitely support. Yeah, iconic. That's. <laughs> True, true. I have also never watched that movie. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Worth a, worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. Especially watch. during these uh, during these times. During these times, and when you're confined to your house with a broken wrist, you know, it gets a little go sometimes. <laughs> when you can't watch any more League Pass. Exactly. When the cows are shitting the bed and making you depressed. Oh, <laughs> so early for them. I was talking to my dad earlier today, and my dad was asking me about that Pelicans game, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, I, I can't even – like, it's it's to the point where, like, when they drop a game, I can't even, like, make an excuse. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I know. No clue. 
And it's these like bizarre teams: Magic, Nets, Knicks. Who? Pelicans. What? It's all these teams that I'm like, what? How is this happening? These teams should easily be handled. The Knicks have been well five years at least. Uh, What are you doing? Dude, the last time the Knicks made the playoffs, I think, was 2012. I think I was living in New York when it happened. Woof. Yeah. Not good. Not great. But now, hey, you can beat, you can can have a, you know, easy, easy uh, 17-point lead on the Cavaliers and whatever. Who cares? (laughs) So, yeah. Not today. Not today, Cavs. (laughs) but I mean I think to be honest like I think this is the risk of the old Voltron team like you know everyone's they're like someone was someone the other night was telling me that the Cavs are the oldest team in the NBA right now I believe it which is amazing because we also got rid of Richard Jefferson (laughs) so (laughs) you're like the meme has to change yeah I was like come on also Another thing I didn't really think about is that Vince Carter is still playing. He's 40. He's 40. He played seven minutes and had <laughs> and sunk a three. I was like, that's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, good Vince Carter. I couldn't do that. I mean, I'm 31, but I assume I will not be able to do that when I'm 40. So I thought Richard Jefferson was the oldest person in the NBA. I was very wrong. Now Vince Carter is hanging tough. <laughs> I was like, how old is Vince Carter? 38? No, 40. Man. The niece of a child. Just, yeah, he's like, I'm never going. It's like uh, how I thought Ray Allen would never retire. He would right. just still be out there like, hey, guys, it's me. But, yeah. I mean, I the, fa- the fact that Richard Jefferson got waived by the Cavs, got waived by Atlanta, and then got picked up by the Nuggets for a $2.3 million one-year contract. Hey, what do the Nuggets have going on? Like, absolutely nothing, right? So. Nothing. I think there's an attempt. There's some chatter that they're going to, you know, make a make a run for the playoffs this year, but I don't really see that happening. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. I, the West is so tough that I just don't... Well, right, and, like, at this point, I mean, this is, like, sort of to, like, a more map level but something i've been thinking about is you know like everybody's going to the west and it's like why like i feel like there's more opportunity in the east now and maybe that like is starting to shift i mean it's october so let's like, draw any conclusions here but the Cavs are so bad right now i'm like mm, is this where in the eastern conference could be yeah i i mean i don't know i the, yeah we'll see what happens with the Cavs. i feel like this happened i feel like this happens every year though where there's this, like, beginning slump for the Cavs, and then in the end, like, things turn out totally fine. But, you know, yeah. not to rest on my laurels, but to to the point we're talking about, the East is not that good. So, no. nope. you know, I don't think there's that much. It's not like, it was funny today, I made the comment, and I was like, oh, well, you know, we got six months between now and April, and the person I was talking to was like, uh, well, the Cavs will be in the playoffs, so you're looking at probably eight months. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I got into the WNBA this year in the NBA offseason, so I'm, like, fully calendar year. I'm in. Man, you're doing it. I'm doing it. I It always surprises everyone because I am a uh, – my, my feminism is really intense. But I have never gotten into women's sports in the way that I 
I guess should have. I, I put that in quotations. But yeah, I don't know it's what it hard. is. It's not, it's not as accessible. So it's like you have to make way more. Um, but I will say that the WNBA finals were incredible. Um, and the LA Sparks are dope. Okay. And you live so you should go see the rule. Yeah, I feel like that's much cheaper than going to see the Clippers or the Lakers, I'm sure, which is sad to say. Just reinforces a lot of things I feel about this country. But yeah, I've well, never I've I've never been know, to a WNBA game ever. Minnesota loves their links. It made me so happy to watch the playoff games that were in Minnesota because that whole arena was full. The crowd was probably 90% women just like being psyched out of their minds. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was like, had a life affirming moment where I was like, this is so wonderful. How into it Minnesota is like, shout out to you, Minnesota. Good job, Minnesota. Also see what happens with the Timberwolves. I guess I feel like they're going to dance around that seven, seventh and eighth seed in the West, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, every year it's like, it's the Timberwolves year. And then, yeah, I know. And then it's, it's not. And then it's not. Yeah. It's, I feel Kim and I talked about this. I feel like the season started really early this year. I don't know if it's just stored up in my brain that the season starts the last week in October because I feel like that did happen. But this year it started way earlier. It was not early enough. I was ready. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't, you didn't sub in baseball like Kim. So that I think kept her currently. I haven't even checked the score of the game, but it's, it's like bizarrely fun to live in a city where the team is playing in the World Series, but you don't care what happens. Yeah. Like, if the Dodgers win, like, that's great for L.A. Like, they haven't won in 29 years. You know. Yeah, that'd be... Last night, uh, a friend and I ordered takeout, and the guy dropping it off was like, hey, just so you guys know, Dodgers are 6-1 and one right now. And we were like, okay, like, we're good, but thank you. Like, just very... A lot of passion. <laughs> Baseball's boring. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll go to a game. The stadium here, camping here, is fun. Like, it's an excuse to, like, sit in the sun and drink beer. It's my favorite activity in all of life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm down. I just can't get riled up about it. No, I, I can't either. I mean, I only, I, I was telling someone, I only like watching it in person, eating a hot yeah, dog, in person, drinking a beer. That's it. That's all I want to do. That's I don't want to listen to it on the radio. I don't want to watch it on TV. So. Yeah, that's right. Person, bring your own koozie because it's going to be hot. Like, yeah. do it up. Yep. But I, I also think it's amazing that it's – so I'm, like, complaining about the NBA season starting early. But also, it's if this goes seven games, the World Series will go into November. How long do they have in between games? That seems crazy. So they do – I mean, they, they only have, like, a travel day. Mm. Also because it's between Houston and L.A., so it's not as if it's, like – I don't know if they would have planned it differently if it would have been, God forbid, Yankees-Dodgers. Right, right, right. But I also don't... I've also been very confused by the fact that baseball is 2-3-2 instead of a 2-2-1-1-1 the way the NBA is. Oh, okay. I didn't think I knew that. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, why can't everything be the same? Come on. Come on. Make it easy for me. The person who's like, (laughs) I don't want to watch it unless I'm there. So. Many baseball rules, turns out. <sighs> yeah. I have very specific circumstances. Well, I in college, I dated a college baseball player, and so I feel like I watched way more baseball than I ever intended in life. 
Yeah, you did your time. Yeah. I, I paid my dues. I'm good. Now I'm like, eh, no thank you. But I'll pass. That's where I'm at about uh, the illustrious America's pastime, baseball. I guess. I never lived anywhere with you. I'm like, sure. Well, you know, unfortunately, I love Cleveland more than most things. And I will always love the Indians, but I understand why so many people are like, I can't deal with this fact yeah. that Chief Wahoo is still popping out all, from time to time. Yeah, and I'm from Columbus, so, like, I have a personal connection for, like, other reason, but I don't, I don't have that personal connection with that team. Yeah. Like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... And I think it's also... The game in my house as a kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I grew up, as as most people know, I grew up in a weird soccer household, so I <laughs> it's even more strange for me. I'm like, oh, you guys like watching the World Cup? I do, too. So, Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, Chief Wahoo, he, uh, he's bad. Yeah, it's not, not really okay. <laughs> no, he's bad. <laughs> he's bad. You've watched more basketball in the past two weeks than I have, for sure. So... <laughs> You are the... Oh, uh, just psyched on the thunder. That's... <laughs> mad at the Cavs. Yeah. Not my life. <laughs> yeah, sounds like, sounds like everyone will still be mad at the Cavs. Yeah, after. I just reloaded the score, and it's 101-88 Knicks, so cool. What is even... Now I need to look at the box, because I'm like, what's happening here? I, and yeah, they're I at know. home! What? My husband is downstairs watching this game, and I'm sure he's very mad. Oh, <laughs> I... Yeah, I get it. Wow, Porzingis is going off. LeBron has only had 16 points. Something's going on, man. What's wrong with LeBron? Oh, Kyle Korver, 10 points. All right, Kyle. Kyle, okay. Fouls before I came upstairs at the half. Getting Uh, shitty. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Your high scorer tonight is Kevin Love so far. Mm, 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 mm. Dude, Hardaway Hardaway has 34 points. I really need Isaiah Thomas to get better. Like... We yeah. need you, buddy. I know. January is a long time from really? now. I know. Stop showing up on SVU and start, please, playing for the Cavs because this is brutal. Not good. Not good. <laughs> and, like, I, you know, I like sports because it's, like, I like to think about, like, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting lens to view the world, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, like, there's lots of different issues that come up, and, like, I like the personalities a lot. Yeah. Um uh, I also love Ohio. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the personalities is definitely why the NBA has been my number one. And I, like, I can't, it was funny during the lockout, there was a time that Kim and I entertained the idea of becoming NHL fans. Oh God. Yeah. No person, not enough personality there, but it was, it, it, you're considering becoming a hockey fan. It was, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough. That was the best Christmas gift ever was when the NBA came back. I was so happy. But You don't have to, like, hang out with a bunch of ex-hardcore dudes in their 40s. Woo! It's on basis. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I didn't even think about that aspect of it, but yes. Maybe I just hang out with too many punks, but that's who I know that likes hardcore. No, I, no I, I, I think you're right on. I'm not, yeah. I, I'm, like, I'm, like, cycling through a lot of the hockey fans that I know, independent of the Kings fans that I know here who are not those people, but... Yeah, there's a fair amount of ex-hardcore hockey crossover that I was yep. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, yes. Yes, there is. I'm like, ah, yes. 
Hmm, fights. The, the universal language of fighting. Um. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop a fucking mad ball track on there, you know? You can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you... Can you fight on the ice in this sport? Okay, yes, yes, hardcore, yes, this is it. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh my god, that's so true. But yeah, I, I can't imagine, the reason we came to that determination was because, like, the pace of the, there were enough games during the week, the pace of the yeah. game, it was still timed. Yeah, that's all fair. But yeah, it was culturally a very different sport. <laughs> yeah. Caps here, like the Washington Capitals, people are into it. Well, they're good, so yeah. I did go to a Blue Jackets game one time um, when I was in college, and it was really fun. So it's fun, it's yeah. I so when I was a kid, Cleveland had a team, the Lumberjacks, and we used to go kind of often, not a ton, but like enough that I, you know, followed hockey a little bit. But I went to a Kings game here, and I, the whole time I just kept telling everyone I thought the court looked different, but. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is weird. And then, you know, I what I didn't realize is that when a goal gets scored, every team has their own distinctive, like, horn noise that plays. Oh. Yeah, and uh, LA's is this, like, insane, like, truck horn, and it scared the shit out of me. It's so loud. <laughs> Again, hardcore dudes, they love loud noises. Yeah, I was so. like, oh, yes, okay. But yeah, it was funny. My friends that were with me were like, how do you not know that? And I was like, I don't, I, like, I'm a one sport person with a side sport of soccer. Like, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, I don't have capacity to engage in anything beyond the NBA and WNBA, which is already, like, a full-time hockey yeah, situation. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's plenty. You're going year-round, yeah. basically, with that. But yeah, I was like, I, it's it's the NBA and then soccer, which is also a long commitment and yes. like a multi-league commitment, which is so, uh, but yeah, then, I don't know how that works. It seems confusing. Just you're safer. Just not knowing. Trust me. Great. It's like, it's, it's too many things. And it's like players that play for their own national teams, but then play for a club team and like all yeah. there's, yeah, it's just nope. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, I'm going to opt out of this. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, cool but and everyone's safe because the usa did not qualify for world cup so don't even worry about it we didn't even get to that (laughs) what's your what's your backup team so uh my backup team is usually germany which is a which is heritage that's so that's kind of how it goes where i'm like okay well no usa so that means let's go to the the og homeland which is germany okay who are also good as a child i would always pick brazil also a good, also traditionally a very good team. My dad, so the reason I, I like soccer is because of my dad. And my dad always picks like a major underdog. Mm, so I like my, that. My dad's pick for uh, 2018 is Iceland. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's, uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, everything else. I mean, I I follow every Cleveland team because of Cleveland stuff, but unless they're good, I don't care. Or in the case of the Browns, I'm really the road to 0 and 16. I'm really hoping for it. Is this the year? Is this the year? I think this is it. We're terrible. We have yeah. not won a game. I don't fuck with the NFL at all, but that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. They're very bad. You know, this could be like last year where the only victory we get is against the Chargers late in the season once again. But 
I feel very like, sad. I feel like this could be it. This is the 0-16 year. Perfect. Well, hopefully you guys will get the parade this time. I know. I wanted that parade very badly until, you know, Christmas Eve ruined it. But And even lose right. Come on. Yeah. Well, that's you're asking a lot of the Cleveland Browns <laughs> organization. So, yeah. NFL has never been for me. That's yeah. not not a thing. But Can't do it. Uh, luckily, I got, you know, a zillion, ga- a zillion basketball games a week to worry about instead. Exactly. Well, thanks for doing this. Yeah, this was fun.